On today's show, I'm heading to the Middle East, where a visit to a neighboring country got, well, a little complicated. <laughs> we'll also check out the Pretendomatic and catch up with Gideon. He got a visitor and was looking for a special sign the last time we spoke to him. Let's see what happened. And of course, there's Make Your Mark, The What's It, Gabe Show, and so much more. I can't wait. We're going to have a blast learning about God's great earth. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Aguilera, and I'm so excited that you're joining me for the show today. We've got a lot of cool stuff to cover, so let's not wait any longer. Let's get going. Alrighty, as usual, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser. This is like brain exercises, gets us warmed up because we're going to be opening our ears, opening our brains, listening and learning, and it's going to be great. So the cool thing is you guys are the ones sending in the brain teasers, so I love that. And the one that I have for you today came to me from Sebastian C. in Clifton, New Jersey. Thank you so much, Sebastian, for sending this in. Here it is. What word begins and ends with an E but only has one letter? What? (laughs) Let me say that again. Here we go. What word begins and ends with an E, but only has one letter? Oh, okay, that's pretty interesting. I will let you think about that a little bit, and of course, I will reveal the answer before the end of the show. Can't wait to see how many of you guys are able to figure it out. Of course, feel free to get the whole family in on this, the whole classroom, whoever you are with. Bring them all together, and let's see if you guys can figure out the answer. And remember, if you guys have a brain teaser that you'd like to send into the show, I'd love to get it. And the way to do that is by visiting our website, which is godsgreatearth.com. And you'll see a button there with a form to send in your brain teaser. Please send those in. I love getting those. Right now, though, it's time for The Greatest Adventure. And our God's Great Earth Adventure today is called... The Border Crossing. So I spent a whole summer living in the country of Jordan. And during one of the weekends, I decided to take a trip west into the neighboring country of Israel. Now, on that particular trip, no one else was able to join me. So I was doing this trip all by myself. Now, by then, I was quite comfortable finding my way around Jordan. So when the time came, I took a bus from the capital city of Amman in Jordan down to the border between Jordan and Israel, which is well below sea level. At the border, the bus would cross over the Jordan River, and a few moments later, it then stopped at the border crossing point in Israel. Now, the uh, military presence there was noticeably increased. Me, along with all the other passengers on the bus, were asked to get off and we went into a building where for the next hour or so, we went through a rigorous check of all my papers and possessions. Now, I had a camera with me and the inspector instructed me to take my camera out and remove the lens cap. So, I did as he said. Next, he asked me to show him the camera. Okay, I did. Next. He asked me to do something that I never expected he would ask me to do. He asked me to take a picture of the ceiling. (laughs) I I didn't quite understand what this was all about. So I'm like, picture of the ceiling? 
So I decided to ask him, hey, can I just take a picture of you instead? At least that's something interesting. Bad idea. <laughs> he had a fit and insisted that I follow his orders and take a picture of the ceiling. So I did. Apparently, this finally satisfied him that the camera was actually a camera and not some dangerous device. <laughs> I finished going through all the inspections and questions and was finally allowed to officially enter the country of Israel. Being there made me think that one of the saddest stories of the Bible is the story of the Jews rejecting their own Messiah. After spending hundreds, even thousands of years waiting and anticipating for his arrival, most Jews didn't recognize him. They had become so focused on the law and other things that they didn't see that he was the law giver and had precisely fulfilled the prophecy of the coming Messiah. I'm so glad that he is my personal savior. Make a point of accepting him as your savior today. John 4, 25 and 26 says, the woman said, I know that the Messiah is coming, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, am he. All right, it's time for the what's it? What is that thing I heard? I will now be playing a sound for you, and of course, your job during this game is to figure out what that sound was. And of course, I always give you a clue, and of course the clue is always the same thing, which is that the sound is something from nature. Of course, that means it's something that God made. Okay, are you ready for the sound? Here it is. Alright, well, you think about that one for a little bit. And of course, I will come back at the end of the show to see if you were right. Alrighty, everyone, it is that time of the show. It is time to visit the Pretendomatic. That is, of course, my pretend time machine. And of course, since Bible characters were real people, we do have a lot of fun pretending to go back in time to talk to those people. And today, we're going to go back and catch up with Gideon. The last time we were with him, he told us that he was going to ask for a sign from that angel. Oh, let's see what happened. Of course, first of all, let's turn on the Pretendomatic and enter our coordinates. We're back. Oh, and there's Gideon. He's still under that tree. Uh, hello, Mr. Gideon. It's me again. Well, hello there. Good to see you again. Yeah, likewise. Uh, I was hoping to chat with you a little bit more about what you said last time we spoke, uh, about asking for a sign to make sure that the stranger you were talking to was actually an angel messenger. That's right. I mean, if you think about it, when you're getting such a powerful and an intense message like that, you know, you just want to be sure that this is not some kind of wild goose chase. Right, right, yeah, 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 I, I can see that. So you asked the visitor to wait while you went and got an offering, right? Right. And what happened? Oh, boy, wow, what happened? What? Well, that's why I'm still sitting here, sir. I couldn't believe it myself what happened. I'm still trying to process what I saw with my own eyes. Wow, 
you have me quite curious. So what happened? Well, I go to my house and get some goat meat and some bread. Uh, no yeast, by the way. Okay, you went to get some snacks. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, well, I put the meat in a basket. Plus, I got some yummy broth for the meat and put it in a pot. And, of course, the bread. Nice. Sounds good. Right. So I went out and sure enough, he was still there. So I set it before him. Great. That's that's the sign you were looking for, right? Yep. I was good to go, except uh, what happened next. Uh, well, I sure didn't see that coming at all. Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? Well, when I brought the food out, I set it there before him under this big oak tree. Right. Uh, beautiful tree, by the way. Thanks. Uh, yes, sir. He was sitting right there when he then told me to take the meat and the bread and put it on this rock right here. Uh, that, b- that big one right over there? Yep. And then he told me to pour the broth over it. Okay. So far, so good. Right. I was hoping so. Of course, I didn't know what he was up to or why he was so particular about all this. Or why he was having me do all this. That's true. He still hadn't even touched anything, right? Exactly. He was just telling me what to do with the food offerings that I had brought out. Got it. So, what happened next? Yeah, well, this is the part that got a little, well, strange. The angel took his staff that he had in his hand and touched the tip of the staff to the meat and bread. And? Yeah, I'm telling you. You're not going to believe what happened next. Wow, I wonder what happened. We'll come back to Gideon in a few minutes and find out. Hello, if you're enjoying the show, I think you would also enjoy reading one of my books. I've written a bunch, but I'd like to give you one for free. Firewalkers, from my Bible Time Adventure series. Just go to our website godsgreatearth.com and click on free book offer. Happy reading! Right now though, it's time for today's random nature fact. Now, I live in the state of Michigan in the United States. When it gets cold and starts snowing, I get out my coat, my gloves, and my hats. On the other hand, wood frogs have another way of dealing with the cold. They freeze solid. Whoa! That sounds painful. As the temperature drops, they burrow themselves under some leaves or a log, and their liver starts pumping out glucose through the bloodstream to all the organs. Now, glucose is like antifreeze. When the glucose has been pumped everywhere, they stop breathing, and their heart stops pumping, and they freeze solid. And they can stay like that for months while they wait for the winter to pass. When spring comes and the temperature warms up, they begin to thaw. The first thing that happens is their heart starts pumping again. Then they start gulping air. And soon, they're happily on their way to find the nearest pond. Wow, God thinks of everything. Wow, what an easy winter. No shoveling, no coats, no expensive heating bills. Uh, Of course, kids, do not try this at home. Hey, let me share some bizarre frog facts with you. (laughs) Did you know that one gram of poison dart frog toxin could kill 100,000 people? Whoa, that's a potent frog. 
Some frogs completely shed their skin every single week. And afterwards, they often eat the old dead skin. Oh, that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> a group of cattle is called a herd. And of course, a group of birds is called a flock. What do you call a group of frogs? They're called an army. <laughs> oh, I'm just so glad that our God is an amazing and creative God. He thinks of every little tiny detail. Alrighty, it's time for a humor break. It's time for Silly Minute. I've got three great jokes for you today sent in by Ralphie in Santiago, Chile. Wow. Inspired by last week's shark story, I would say, because they're all shark jokes. <laughs> Alright, here we go. How do you know if a shark is hungry? If he's alive. <laughs> they're always hungry. <laughs> Alright, here's the next one. What is a shark's favorite Bible story? Noah's shark. <laughs> Good. I like that. Rhymes with art. Alright, here's the last one. What happened when the shark got famous? He became a starfish. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Ralphie. That's great to get those giggles out. Of course, if you have some squeaky clean jokes that you'd also like to share on the show, please, I'd love for you to send them in so that we can use them. Go to the website and you'll see the form that you can fill out right there. Okay, everyone, it's time to make your mark. Hi there, my name is Ferdinand Magellan. I was born in Portugal in 1480. When I was a kid, my most favorite thing to do was to explore. When I was 25, I took my first expedition and sailed to India. I sailed down along the coast of Africa and around the bottom of India. I was hooked. I wanted to take more voyages. In 1519, my dream came true when Spain sent me with 237 men and five ships to search for a western route to the Spice Islands of Indonesia. Columbus and his voyages had always fascinated me. Now I would get to go do the same thing. At first, everything went pretty smoothly. We reached South America and we sailed south and around the bottom tip of the continent and discovered an enormous ocean I called the Pacific Ocean. It was huge. We sailed for weeks without sight of land until we finally arrived to a tiny island called Guam and then the Philippines. <laughs> uh, Magellan's story doesn't end very well. A year and a half after beginning his voyage, Magellan was killed in the Philippines by the locals. The expedition continued west and eventually returned to Spain, having been the very first expedition to sail all the way around the world. It took them three years. Of the five ships that started that voyage, only one made it back to Spain. And of the 237 men that left Spain, only 18 returned. Remember, not even Magellan survived. You know, 2,000 years ago, God sent Jesus to earth on a similar voyage. Jesus also didn't survive his time on earth. But was his expedition a success? Oh yes, Jesus died to save you because he resurrected as well. To Jesus, you are worth it. Okay, let's get back to the Pretendomatic and our talk with Gideon. He was about to tell me what happened next after he set out the meat and bread. 
So you come back and he's still there. Right, that's a good sign. Right, and you bring out your offering of some meat and, with broth and bread. Right, so far so good. Then he tells you specifically to put these things on a specific rock. Uh, that one right over there. Yep. Uh, and then? And then he took the wooden stuff that he was carrying and extended it toward the food. Right. And? He touched the meat and bread with the tip of the staff. And, well, suddenly a fire flared out from the rock and in a second consumed both the meat and the bread. Whoa, a fire? A fire. It took like a split second. Flash! And it was gone in a poof of smoke. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Why, well, I sure didn't see that coming. Well, now, hold on a second. All along, you had been wanting to get a sign, right? Right, and as usual for God, he makes a pretty strong point of uh, making sure his signs are clear. Wow. Actually, look, look at the rock. You can actually still see a little searing from the flame that appeared. Yep. I'm telling you, with that kind of sign, there was no doubt that this was a messenger from God. So, what happened next? Yeah, well, this is the next bizarre part of the story. What? What happened? He simply disappeared. Disappeared? Whoosh! There and then gone. Of course, now I knew 100% that this was the angel of God that had come to visit me. Can you believe it? Me? I'm a nobody, and I tried to tell him that I was the weakest member of my tribe. But apparently he's not believing you. True. Of course, at that moment, I was blown away. I didn't know what to say. I was so stunned. But I do remember that all I could say was something like, Oh, Lord! I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Wow, yeah. Pretty wild. Pretty wild is right. Remember, we've been hearing stories forever that people can die if they are face to face with God. You don't mess around with that. For sure, that's true. But the interesting thing is God spoke to me right there. He said, Gideon, don't be afraid. You are not going to die. Well, that was surely a relief. Yes, it was. Of course, I still didn't understand what was happening. I mean, this literally just happened a short while ago. Uh, I'm still sitting here trying to figure out what I need to do next. Wow. So, what are you going to do next? Well, as I've been sitting here and thinking, and even now talking to you about it, I know what I'm going to do next, and I'm going to go do it right now. Wow, well, I guess we'll have to wait till our next episode to see what he did next. All right, in just a moment, we're going to check out the answer to today's brain teaser, the What's It, and we're going to see how you do on the game show. Hey, everyone. I hope you're really enjoying every single episode of the show. In order to continue to make this show every single week, I really need your help because our ministry produces this show for free. And we do that because we believe there's a huge need for it, especially to build up the faith of our kids. So 
If your family is being blessed by it, I hope you'll consider becoming a supporter, even if it's just a small amount every single month. That would be awesome. And to support, of course, please visit our website, godsgreatearth.com. Thank you so much. Alrighty, everyone, it's journal time. That means it's time to get your journals out, and hopefully you can find a blank piece of paper or a book with some blank pages so that you can write down your thoughts. And of course, everything you write, it's just for you. Nobody should be reading what you write, just between you and God. So my journaling question for you today is, write down three ideas of ways you can glorify God this week in the things you do or the people you talk to. And by the way, if you're looking for a special journal to write in, please check out our website and maybe get your own copy of the God's Great Earth Journal. All right, everyone, it's time for Game Show. Of course, I love to quiz you to see if you've been paying attention, which of course I believe you have. And of course, you can prove it by shouting out the answers to these five questions that I am about to ask you. Are you ready? Here we go with question number one. In my story, I mentioned that I took a bus from the capital of Jordan. What is the capital of Jordan? That's right, Amman. Alrighty, let's check out question number two. What offering did Gideon bring to the angel? That's right, meat and bread. Very good. Let's check out question number three. What did the angel use to touch the offering and burn it up? That's right, a staff. Alrighty, let's check out question number four. What are a group of frogs called? That's right, an army. <laughs> That's so cool. And our last question, question number five. How old was Magellan when he took his first voyage, the one to India? That's right, 25 years old. Awesome. Boy, I'm pretty sure all of you did so great. And now it's time to reveal the answer to today's brain teaser. Hopefully, I've given you enough time to think about it. We are nearing the end of our show, so it's time to reveal the answer. Of course, I will give you one last chance, so I will say it one more time. Here it is. What word begins and ends with an E, but only has one letter? The answer? An envelope. <laughs> Get it? Inside the envelope, there's one letter. Oh, good one. Thank you so much, Sebastian, for sending that in. Of course, remember, if you have a brain teaser that you'd like for me to share on the show, I'd love for you to send it to me by going to the website and filling out that form. And lastly, before we finish today, we must reveal the answer to the what's it? What was that thing we heard earlier in the show? I will now play the sound for you one last time. Last chance to get it. Alrighty, here is that sound. Oh, alrighty. Made your guesses? Here we go. The answer is a bear. Growling, of course. Wow. Did you get it? Woo! Alright, let's see how we do on our next episode. Well, I just can't believe that our time together is up. Remember, just as God talked to people such as Gideon, he wants to talk to you as well and build a loving relationship with you. 
Also, let's remember how Magellan journeyed so far, but Jesus journeyed even farther to come and save us. And lastly, let's never forget how awesome God is and that he has even thought of all the tiny little details that show us his creative power and love. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.